Well, at the end of his Regina Chaley address over the weekend, Pope Francis marked World Communication Day by thanking journalists and encouraging them to always work in the service of truth and the common good. Well, that's what we try to do here at Mater Day Radio and working on the groundwork that Mother Angelica has set forward to. Elena Rodriguez is joining us in studio mm-hmm. today. Elena is the Northwest Regional Manager for EWTN News, which that region includes Mater Day Radio here in Portland. Good morning, Elena. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, good morning, Brenda. I'm so delighted to be here. It's like, I feel like I'm coming home. Oh, well, it was wonderful. It was a last minute stopover during the share was the last time we got to talk to you. But now you're back in the area. Elena, it's been a little while since you were able to make rounds back here in the Portland area. And we were talking as we were preparing for the interview when you last visited Mater Dei Radio. We were over in our temporary studios and now... Boy, with the good support that we were talking about at Sherathon, what Mater Day Radio has been able to do to create these studios. Pretty nice, I think. And you, you love what you're seeing here. I do. And it's just so lovely just walking in here and, and knowing that the centermost part of the building is the chapel. Mm-hmm. And and there is a lovely image of Our Lady Modern Day. Uh, it all makes perfect sense. You're on the top of a hill, which is also very scriptural. And you are looking at beautiful natural scenery at the mountains. And that is also very, you know, it, it just makes you think of, of, of the mountain as a retreat where we go to speak to, to God, where we listen what God wants to tell us in silence. And so it is so significant that your modern day studios are at the top of a hill and they are dedicated to preaching the good news, talking about news, (laughs) the good news of the gospel out to all the airwaves. And now, of course, using digital technology as well. And to be able to see it in person and be here. And and I've seen all this, all the stages, um, and all, at first, all the planning years ago, and then the dream, and then the dream finally comes true. And to be able to see it here is just such a gift. And it fills me with hope and joy. Oh, well, it's wonderful again to have you back in the Pacific Northwest. And as I said, World Communication Today, the service of truth. I mean, EW, talk a little bit about EWTN and how, well, it feels like right now, especially in this day and age, that in service of the truth, I, I, it's hard to pick it out of all of the the bed of lies and, and indifference and injustice that goes on in the world. But EWTN, like Mater Day Radio, we try to be this beacon, this light of truth to a world so in need. Kind of tell our listeners a little bit about how that battle is what EWTN is all about, too. You know, Brenda, it's it just so fitting because your share um, which was not that long long ago, was the the theme was seek the truth, and here we are speaking about the need to communicate the truth. And um, I I remember that that you interviewed me, and this was over the phone. But and and you said come back next time you're down, and and here <laughs> we are uh, a few weeks later, communicating the truth. There, there is a now more than ever uh, we are so aware at EWTN of how we have to face the challenges of communicating the truth in a post-truth world. And actually, our our CEO, Michael Warsaw, who was hired by Mother Angelica, has this, and he's written this editorial in EWTN's newspaper, the National Catholic Register, and it is exactly entitled 
communicating the truth in a post-truth world. Now everything is presented as it's your opinion and don't even voice it because you're going to hurt somebody. And even to the point where we've heard the phrase silence is violence. And wait a minute, (laughs) that doesn't even make sense. Uh, So how do you communicate the truth of the gospel, the truth of our salvation in a, in a world who doesn't sit, that doesn't seem to care about truth anymore? It's a great challenge, but we have the fulfillment of truth in our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the eternal word, the eternal word, the eternal truth. And so when we root ourselves in our Lord Jesus Christ, truth is going to be there because he is the absolute truth. God is the absolute truth. There's no opinions there. He is the absolute truth. So we we follow the the magisterium of the church and the tradition of the church and the teachings of the church, um, because the gospel is the the, mm-hmm. the 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 good news of the gospel is the truth, and so that makes me think of of Pope John Paul II uh, going back to because you just mentioned uh, Pope Francis and and communications, and so when you go back into the history of the church and not that far away, when we were those of us who are of a certain age, we're growing up. Pope John Paul II was the pope, and for some of us, he was the pope forever. Oh, <laughs> for me too. Yeah. And so, so Pope John Paul II coined the phrase "the new evangelization," and at first we were like, "What is that? Um, is is it a new gospel?" No, no, no. It's the same gospel that you have to present in a way that is attractive to the way we think nowadays. But it's the same truth of the gospel. And it doesn't shift with one fashion or one trend or one fad or the other. It remains the same, always constant, because it's truth and truth Mm -hmm. doesn't change. And Pope John Paul II, his first words starting the new millennium, Uh, just minutes after midnight on January 1st of the year 2000. um, There is a huge celebration in St. Peter's Square uh, in the Vatican and the Via de la Conciliazione, that major thoroughfare that that goes into the Vatican, Vatican City Square, and all of us in Rome. And everybody was out in the streets celebrating. And it was the beginning of a new millennium, not just a new year, but a new millennium. And so he, he about after all the fireworks, about 15 minutes of fireworks, and it was crazy, and everybody was elated. And he walks, or he walks out uh, to his balcony, and and at, at this point, his health had already deteriorated, and he walks out in a in a, and I thought it was going to be a feeble voice, and he's going to be you know shaky, and he walks out to his balcony to preach the first words of the new millennium, and he he says, "Be the guardians of history." Mm. And he said that with such conviction and such strength, uh, even though his health was already deteriorated. It was not a feeble voice. It was not weak. It was be the guardians of history. Siete guardiani della historia. Because he said it in Italian. Uh, and, and to me, now that you are talking about news and communicating news, that spoke so much because I was, back then, I was I was still in my formation years as a journalist back then. And uh, it just, it brings goosebumps to me because I, I felt that was a calling to all of us. Um, whether we are in, in, the, in the Catholic media or not, we are all called to evangelize because of the 
of the nature and virtue of our baptism. We are all missionaries. So that spoke to me, not just as a journalist, as a young journalist back then, but just like, I am, I am baptized. I am baptized. I have to take the good news of the gospel to everywhere I go. And when we are guardians of history, we are actually protecting that truth. We're, we're supposed to defend that truth. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it doesn't matter. You may be a shy person. You may not like to speak in front of a crowd. Your witness, your witness, your prayer. Maybe you are at home. Maybe you, you can't go out. Maybe you can't even go out to mass at your parish because your your health is not the best right now. Maybe you are hearing this in a, in a prison cell. Maybe you're in a hospital. Maybe you're undergoing some kind of medical treatment that doesn't allow you to leave. How are you going to be a missionary? Well, <laughs> your witness and your prayer. You are defending the truth of the gospel by your witness. And like St. Francis said, use words when necessary. <laughs> That's right, for sure. So this is defending the truth. And so now Pope Francis is calling us uh, to communicate the truth all these years later. And and the reason I bring back uh, Pope John Paul II is, Brenda, because I was there at that time with my family. We had saved for years. We had thought, my parents thought, where are we going to spend? the? We, we never made a big deal about New Year's, but that one was special because it was the year 2000. Mm-hmm. And my parents saved and took us, uh, my brother and I, uh, they took us to the Vatican to 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 bring in the the new millennium, and and Pope John Paul II comes out and surprises uh, seven hundred fifty thousand people who were gathered there and all along the Via de la Conciliación on Vatican Square, and his first words are, "Be the guardians of history." So now we have to think, how can I be the guardian of history? Because history is the history of salvation. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this. But Elena, I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can talk more a little bit about this new evangelization and Mater Day Radio and EWTN when we come back? I am back with Elena Rodriguez. Elena is joining us in studio today as she makes a little stopover on her road trip to Mater Day Radio. Elena is the Northwest Regional Manager for EWTN Radio News Online and Publishing. Elena, thanks so much for staying with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure to be back. Uh, I'm glad we have a little bit more time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And it's wonderful to be able to have this time to talk with you. We were excited because we just found out this morning that your trips, while well, you didn't know that it was going to take you down to Portland, so we didn't initially have you on our schedule. And we said, whoa, Elena's coming. Let's clear out so that way we, we've <laughs> got you. plenty of time to talk <laughs> with her. Elena, I want to talk a little bit now, something about what you said about the new evangelization You know, our Archbishop Alexander Sample recently was talking about the new evangelization, and he said the same thing since John Paul II. We've been talking about this new evangelization. What does it mean, and what does it call for us? And he said, we've been talking about it long enough. It's time to give it legs, and let's really run with it and see what we can do. And now we've known, I don't think even John Paul II knew at that time how much technology would play a role in the spread of this new evangelization. But here at Mater Day Radio, with this new media center that we have here on the hill, a beacon that we like to say, we have our online presence. And now, boy, if you're not in the vicinity of 88.3 or of KMME, well, there was a time you didn't get Catholic radio, but Mm -hmm. now you can listen live online. 
We've got the app, and now we're filling it up with wonderful podcasts. I mean, talk a little bit about how EWTN2 is realizing that the technology is out there, and while it's used for a lot of very terrible things, boy, the way we can use it to spread that gospel message, that new evangelization, it's right there for us to take care of. Oh, yes. And, you know, technology is like, well, you think like a knife. A knife can help you uh, cut uh, something and and uh, make make a piece of furniture and uh, put it to good use can help you cut food and and feed somebody and preserve somebody someone's life. You can also use it for for a for a bad purpose and and end somebody's life with a knife. It's not the knife's fault. <laughs> it's how you no, use it. So it's exactly. it's the person. It's the person. So so technology is 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 another tool that we can use for good or for bad and it has many many good uses. Uh, EWTN wants to be like well our one of our logos is EWTN is everywhere and so we want to we want to be and we are on on YouTube on Facebook on Instagram on Twitter uh, on YouTube uh, there's a channel which if you type in the uh, on the search engine uh, on not the search engine but on the EWTN the, the YouTube search bar you type EWTN channel and you'll see two channels one in English and one in Spanish so we're using technology to broadcast live, and uh, our programming is all there, also on demand. So the shows are recorded and then uploaded there. So for for if you can't catch your favorite show, there's always the recording that what you can watch later. Uh, so we we are using technology as 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 much as everybody's trying to use technology for the good for for to bring the good news of the gospel through means that a few years back were not even thinkable mm -hmm. and uh, think, think though again those of us who are of a certain age we we grew up without cell phones oh my goodness can that even be possible but yes if you're very young and you're listening to this there was a time where we didn't have cell phones in our pockets all the time <laughs> when mother angelica started ewtn back in 1981 uh, you wouldn't even know how to turn on a tv camera and now today we all walk around with video phones post something and it goes viral in 15 seconds later you know, um, when she started, she didn't even know how to turn on a television <laughs> camera, but she knew she had to learn. She knew she wanted one of those television stations. And you know what? She didn't have a clue what she was going uh, to go through with all the suffering. She only had $200 donation in her pocket, started in the garage of a convent in Birmingham, Alabama, the buckle of the Bible belt, the most unlikely place. And nowadays, it is the largest religious media network in the world, all because of the Lord's will and all because the Lord has us here and and he may not it may, it may not his be his will to have us here tomorrow. But today we are and we have to use the tools of technology very much like modern day radio, who has a, a very long history. Modern day radio actually was in existence before EWTN mm -hmm. radio started. Uh, and so talking about the importance of history and guarding history, right? Sure. And, 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 and modern day radio has moved along and now has the app and the live streaming. But there's also the traditional AM and FM frequencies uh, all, all throughout the archdiocese. So um, somebody out in, in Europe could be listening to this, not through a terrestrial radio, traditional radio station, but through the app. Yeah. Um, and somebody in um, in Central America. So it's so important that we can use technology and guard our eyes. Oh, guard yes. our eyes when we use technology. Because even though we're using technology for good means, 
the evil one is going to try to make us trip and is going to throw something bad in our face. And, and, and maybe we're aware of it, but we have to guard our young ones too. Oh, more than ever. More than ever now. And I always make it a point when my kids were getting their first phones, they're all grown now, uh, but I always made it a part, we eased into different platforms. And I always made sure, okay, if we're going to do this one, we're going to start with this one. I'm going to be on there with you. So I'm going to see everything that you see. I'm going to know who's connecting with you. And if you can use this well, then we'll see about the next one. You've got to guard them. Dr. Ray Garendi, I think on a regular basis, here's those questions from parents now. I, they're addicted to the phone. I can't control what they're seeing. They've got these group of friends. Yeah, he says it's that cell phone. We've got to guard their souls the way that, well, God, you know, we guard ourselves over those things, like yeah. you said. Elena Rodriguez joining us in studio today. She's the Northwest Regional Manager with EWTN. So you're on a bit of a road trip, uh, uh -huh. Elena. You started out in Denver <laughs> with your companion, your trusty navigator, Mr. Marshmallow, who's also in studio with us. Now, where is your travels going to take you from here? Well, Marshmallow and I, the Great Pyrenees... <laughs> Uh, my four-legged furry friend, uh, we've been traveling um, from Denver, stops along the way, and, and now we're here in Portland. Uh, so where, where we go next, we go to Wenatchee, Washington, uh, and, you know, Apple capital of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to be having some meetings with some uh, diocesan officers there, the Diocese of Yakima, who are going to be very, uh, very gracious with their time and meet with with me and we're gonna figure out ways to work together, EWTN and the diocese uh, in prison ministry, because we want to be bringing our EWTN television signal to different prisons uh, in different uh, diocesan and arts diocesan uh, uh, territories so, so that we can have this signal available for the residents in prisons, both female and, and, and male prisons. But we're also going to be meeting with the uh, the, the director of, of evangelization there at the diocese. So, and with um, also with uh, the Catholic radio station in, in, in Wenatchee, which carries EWTN oh. content as well. And so, um, yeah, and, and after that, uh, Boise and, and Salt City, and, and then finally back to Denver. So it's a little bit of a, of a road trip and just meeting with dioceses and with radio stations along the way. And it's been a wonderful, wonderful experience. Some of it is just coming together as we go along. Like you said, it was not the original plan to even come to Portland, but um, I was in Seattle um, this weekend and, and, and thought, let me look up how, how far is, is, is Portland from, from Seattle. And it, it's perfectly doable. It's yeah, not that just far. About just a little less than three hours. So that's yeah. wonderful. Well, uh, uh, thanks so much for your time today on your travels. You be sure to say hello to uh, Brian Howell and our friends over at Salt and Light Radio there in Boise. They're good friends too. So, Elena, thank you so much. Safe travels. God be with you. And thank you for all that you do in uh, helping Mater Day Radio just put together some wonderful, wonderful work. Well, with our partnership through EWTN. God bless you, Rena. Delighted to be here. And, and a very warm hug to all of our listeners, Mater Day Radio.